DJ Blake. I just need a spoon of break just to come my nerves. I just need to come away somewhere far from where I just want to float away on the riverside somewhere. Even strong's getting built too far. Jay Blake, and it was an honor to interview my next guest. He truly inspires me, and after listening to this episode, I feel that you'll agree with me as well. Growing up in a military family and being raised in Little Rock, Arkansas, this artist broke out of his box and gained the recognition of Childish Gambino along the way. From modeling, producing albums, and releasing a few of his own albums, nothing can stop this guy. It's my pleasure to introduce Black Party. Welcome back, everyone. This is DJ Blake, keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip-hop news and sneaker talk. And today, I'm with a very special guest, the one and only Black Party. Woo! Black Party! (laughs) Now, you are, in my opinion, you are one of the most underrated producers and artists. I swear to God. Man, thank you. This is this is an honor for me to interview this guy. This guy has worked with Carrie Foam, worked with Childish Gambino. Like, that's insane for you to to even work with Childish Gambino. Like, how did that even happen? Man, uh, crazy. Just Twitter, really, just connecting through Twitter, connecting uh, through mutual friends, building relationships. Came out to Arkansas, and connected him since then. Moved out to California, started working. Hey, yeah. so let's talk about your name. Your name is Black Party, but it's. Have you seen the Spongebob meme? You know, where it's like the mocking Spongebob meme where he like, with his back yeah. is out and stuff? That's what, when, you, when, I, nice. when I see your name, that's what it looks like. But it stands for, it's B, lowercase, L-A, capitalized, and then C-K, and then P, lowercase, A-R, capitalized, T-Y. Yeah. And that has to, if I'm correct, has to do with Los Angeles and Arkansas, right? Yep. So explain the meaning behind that, though. So my mother is from Arkansas. My father's from Los Angeles. I feel like those two cities kind of made me me and make me make sense. Those seem like total different places, though. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like the the meshing of those yeah. totally different places. Like explains my personality. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. This this guy is for real. You're. I. It's hard in Seattle or a lot of artists I've been t- interviewed. Mm-hmm. They they say they're just like an artist and they just focus on their lyrics, but I think we're in a time now where multitasking is a huge thing. So for you to be a producer and an artist, that's actually very interesting. Like, Absolutely. how did that even come about? Honestly, when I was younger, I didn't. I had no aspirations on being my own artist. Like I did music for fun, but I was too shy to actually make my own music. So 
that's when I got into produc- production because, like, I've loved making beats, like, ever since I was, like, 12, 13. So, like, I got into it that way and then developed into, like, rapping and, and right. singing later on. What I've heard from some producers coming up, they're like, oh, I make these fire beats, but no one wants them, so I rapped on my own beats. Are you, were you able to get your beats noticed and then... Definitely. Like, because, uh, yeah, even in middle school, like, I had, like, classmates that were, like, I would give beats to and they rap over them or whatever. But, like, um, I feel like, yeah, like, rapping rapping came into the picture when I, like, try, like as I got older and once I was, like, in high school and I, like, tried rapping, I was like, yo, I kind of I, I rock with this. I like, right. I like doing it. So, like, from that point on... I kind of did more a balance of the both right. from that point on. So yeah, is rap even big in Arkansas though? Where where in Arkansas even? From Little Rock, Arkansas. That sounds tiny. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> population like three hundred thousand. Oh wow. So like, like out there, yeah, like rap rap is big, but it's not like uh, it's not like a crazy infrastructure to it. So it's not like what people think of like when they think of like New Orleans or Houston or Atlanta it's like it's a it's a smaller city but it's like it's a I feel like yeah like in a way it's like a Seattle where it's like there are people that have kind of made it from here but it's still like it's a place that's still buzzing and still like kind of growing in a movement right that's why that's why I picked you actually you're like your perfect example of you are literally like Arkansas is over here and Seattle's over here though but you guys we we it's the same thing though like you like you were saying exactly like there's you, I can't name a, a top of my head like an Arkansas rapper you know but yeah. that's the thing like there's art there but there's not a spotlight on that you know yeah no yeah and it's, it's co- I mean it's coming right exactly that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing about this year and for some reason in my opinion this 2020 year it's going to be a huge wave for music for some reason. Absolutely, because also a lot of a lot of places that haven't gotten a lot of attention previously are now getting attention. So it's like the places like Boston, Seattle, Portland, Ohio, Arkansas, like a lot of these places that kind of got ignored for so long. Right. Like they're now getting attention because even like Nigerian music, that that shit's been popping up for <laughs> yeah. the last four or five years. Right. But it's now becoming to a mainstream place. So it's like, yeah. How did you make it out of Arkansas? Um, I mean, I reached the glass ceiling. I did everything I could possibly do. Like I had songs. I had a, I got my song on the radio. Like. Hey. I was in a rap group, I was in a rock band, like, I did everything I feel like I could have done being in Arkansas with the resources I had right. before it was time to, like, explore new new places. Also, like, my whole life, I've been, I'm an army brat, so it's like, I moved my whole life, so it's hmm. moving to California didn't feel like, because, like, some people grow up in the same place their entire life, that's not necessarily the case for me, so it's like, moving... Moving feels more so like it feels like an inevitability to yeah, it. Like yeah. it feels like yeah, it feels very inevitable. So it's like it doesn't. There's not that fear of like oh I can't leave home. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because like, I feel like when you grow up in a place your whole life, you're like damn. I, <laughs> I don't know how like because it's like it's a scary thought of yeah. like leaving the place you know the best. But it's like I've had to do that since I was a small child. Wow. So it's like yeah. That was the universe telling you to do this though. Absolutely. I think my big thing is like. 
a lot of people have been seeing this too. Like, the more you put something out, even if no one's paying attention to you, yeah. the universe pays you back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, if you if you do what you're supposed to do, the universe is always going to keep going. You, you produced on Childish Gambino's last album, right? Yeah, so I, I worked on Waking My Love, did background vocals and uh, production, and then I executive produced Carrie Foles' Lost in Los Angeles album. Um, executive produced the uh, Mango Project. Yeah. Worked uh, with a couple friends here and there. Worked with Chloe and Hadley, the Kelly 47. A bunch of different artists here and there. A lot of talented women. Um, right. And yeah, like, kept things pushing pretty much. Yeah, cool. see, that's the thing that, like, it's. You've done all that stuff, and you're. Not, no offense, this is not offense, but your name is still, like, quiet in a way, if that makes sense. Definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean,. I haven't done a crazy amount of interviews. Um, is that because you're not looking for them, or like, how does that? I think it's a give and take. So like, half of it is like a timing thing. It's mm-hmm. like sometimes it's like certain things may not line up due to the timing not being right, and then sometimes it's like yeah, there's not enough press attention because also like just the way people are getting information is changing. Yeah. Cause it's like blogs used to inform everybody and then they didn't anymore <laughs> and then it's like magazines informed everybody and then it's like if they didn't if they didn't step it up on social media right. then it didn't matter all these right, hood, right, all right. these hood pages and stuff are the new news you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? so it's like people are paying attention to different things now so it's like right how do you get somebody's attention in this day and age is like a big puzzle it's because people's attention spans are so small right now. Yeah, it's, and it's also hard to gauge what's actually getting the wider net of oh attention. Oh my, to. yes, that like, is so Nobody fun. can quite pinpoint yeah. it because it's like, yeah, there's so much going on and everything's changing. When everything's yeah. changing at such a fast pace, everybody doesn't know right. where things are going. Like, and it Luckily, it's in an exciting place. Mm-hmm. Like anything can happen at this point because it's like at once next year comes around it's like everybody knows yeah, at this point yeah. that it's like anything's possible <laughs> anything can happen because I'm like 2019 was just a huge question mark like yeah. like cause when you think about music I'm like 2019 was just a crazy year so it's like and it set the stage for next year to be like a really wild yeah, year, yeah. really interesting year so it's like if anybody brings something new to the table people are actually gonna wow. care because it's like so many years are built up where it's like people have gotten used to certain things so it's like rap is the number one genre in the world now. Yes. so it's like rap is the most diverse genre yeah too. so it's like now it's in a place where it's like everybody can participate so it's like now that pushes the genre forward because <laughs> everybody's gonna try different things yeah. at a certain point because once you flatline and everybody because it always has somebody introduces a new thing everybody copies said new thing yeah and everything is the new thing and then that new thing dies. So now we're at the <laughs> now we're at the point where the new thing dies and people are searching for the new thing. Yeah. So it's like yeah. So see, that's why wouldn't people want to talk to you? What the fuck? See, like Childish Gambino is like one make the number one guy right now. Uh-huh. For real. Like Kendrick Kendrick is awesome, you know, but Childish Gambino's in the news way more. He's doing because the man works. It's hard. <laughs> movies and TV, music, the whole nine. What do you want for 2020, though, when it comes to music? What do you want to see change? I want... I want there to be, like, genuine diversity in music. Like, I feel like in, like, 2011, 2010 time, like, 
there was like a resurgence of like indie like indie rock and yeah. hip hop were both growing in new yeah. and new like uh, new territory. So it was like an exciting time because they were also crossing. They were like crossing in between. So it's like that was the birth of like yeah. genres not really like having boxes anymore. Like they had boxes, yeah. but they were kind of like escaping the yeah. box. No, what I want to know is, do you have to actually move to LA to to make it? Not necessarily. Um, you don't have. I don't think you have to move to LA to make it. You have to come to LA to play ball in this industry. So hmm. like LA and New York are the two places. It doesn't matter what kind of music you make in any country. You got to come to those two cities just because they have the music industry on lock. Right. So it's like you need to do press. The press and journalism is run by New York. Um, Entertainment and mostly, especially movie shit, movie and TV entertainment type stuff, all that is in LA. Hmm. So it's like, as an artist, once you get to a position to where you you feel like you're a viable business and you want to like increase your chances as an artist, that's when people come to LA or they come to New York because it's like, it's also a mind frame that those places put you in. Cause you're work, you're working your way up to the top, mm-hmm. essentially. Like you're in the ball game. Yeah. Right? Cause once you're in the city, you're like, it's you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, cause yeah. when you don't live in LA and you're just coming to visit, you're usually there working or yeah. you're like trying to figure things out. But like once you're in the city, like it's like let's play ball. Like right. you're like in the game, so it's like you're having to figure out a city that's been like the same kind of city <laughs> for years. Right. But also like navigate within an industry that's foreign to you because it's like until you're in it you don't understand yeah, it yeah, you know what i'm saying like yeah. there's no class for like you could take music industry classes to your hardest content but it won't prepare <laughs> yes, you for what this yeah. actually is you know what i'm saying that so makes, like yeah is it what it seems though i don't think anything's what it seems hmm. I, I, i'm yeah so yeah I, f- I feel like some some of it is smoke and mirrors some of it is like as real as it can get right so it's like yeah. what i want to do differently with my podcast is i even feel like charlamagne the god big boy sway in the morning yeah. they don't i love listening to those interviews i listen to them all the time yeah. but i don't feel like they do a good job making the artist seem personable yeah, you know like I a lot that. a lot of interviews are to promote their new like a new album like check out Black Party's new album Endless Summer yeah. released on August 2019 yeah, and I get that <laughs> but I'm like that's not even like cause that's not even proper advertising cause like I study advertising so it's right. like I, my biggest thing is like figuring out how advertising makes sense in the internet age because yeah. like we're at an age where it's like TV still around but it's not as strong as internet like internet weekend yeah. TV and TV yeah. wasn't quite prepared for it <laughs> so it's just like I don't know like we just live in a different age right but do you like having fans that just see you at this higher platform and it's like oh my gosh it's Black Party or do you want your fans to see you more in like a personal light and be like Oh, I know that guy. That, I'm here because of his message as a person and through his music. Because I feel like I talked to Deontay about this. I feel like like paying extra money to be a um, like you know a meet and greet, paying extra money for that. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a waste of money if you're just gonna take a picture and say hi. Because that's like ten seconds. Yeah. 
but no, I rather like I don't know like I just see things I just handle things differently so it's like not to judge anybody else's process or how they go about things it's just like I just do things a certain specific way just cause like I just I like I just like all details of how, thing, yeah. how I do things so it's like for me I rather like that's just like not like when I come into the city like I'm looking to connect with that city right, like I'm right. not just cause I'm like I can go anywhere in the fucking world cause I'm like that's where music is now mm-hmm. it's like if I if I if I decided tomorrow I'm like you know what fuck the U S I'm not performing <laughs> here ever again yeah. I could do that yeah, and yeah. still eat as an artist yeah. and still be successful you know what yeah. I'm saying but it's just like so for me I'm like when I come to the city I'm like yo let me actually connect you with the right. city like let me see what's going on like let me get in tune with like what's the music like here right like, you know what I'm saying so it's like it definitely just being a producer and artist it, it shows a lot to me as like you're able to learn things on your own you know because like i'm working on being a dj and like mixing and editing my podcast on my own like i i feel more accomplished doing that on my own or even like i'm on all these different music platforms now but i didn't go through a company or an agent or anything like that i went in manually to enter all my information i feel like there's something special about doing that because the internet and like Electronics and all that make it so simple just to lose sight of how to do things actually on your own as an individual. People forget like you can't get caught up in convenience. Like you, convenience is supposed to be a an additive to what you already are doing. Right. It's like you don't have to overwork yourself, but like don't lazy yourself out. <laughs> the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At the first sight of convenience, like that's right. That's stupid. Like the most special part about humans is ingenuity it's yeah. like we're given limited resources and we're able to work with it and make it magical you know what I'm saying so it's just like I'm trying to figure out because like, like I said I'm trying to help out all these Seattle artists and like I'm starting up too so I can't be like oh this is what it's going to take for this guy to make it because it's not like I've made it either yet you know yeah. but what do you what what are things you can what are personality traits or something you can see in a person that's you can see them making it if that makes sense like what do you think it actually takes for someone cause you I feel like you truly understand that coming from Little Rock and now moving to like LA like that's a huge jump in a way so what did it take for you and what do you think it takes for other people to actually cause music is like the NBA and the NFL, you know, everyone feels yeah. like they can do it. Yeah. And but I, it's weird how the NFL and the NBA do a, the those sports do a better job of being like, fuck no, you can't make it. <laughs> like it's because everyone feels like if they, like you can make it off just putting your stuff out online. But yeah, because well, because also yeah, the difference between the like with sports is all controlled by an like an organization. So it's like with basketball, like you can go play overseas, but mm-hmm. those brands aren't as strong as the NBA. Yeah. Whereas music is like you can not be attached to an organization and still make shit pop because you realize the organization is the middleman. Mm-hmm. You're you're the per- performer. And you have the consumers, so it's like whatever it is is always going to be in the middle. Yeah. What is actually going on is a marriage between the producer and the consumer. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like 
<laughs> I forgot I left my point. <laughs> no, no, that's nah, right. <laughs> but yeah, what did it take for you personally to make it out of Arkansas? Um, because you said you you reached the ceiling, like what you can yes. do, but you can reach the ceiling, and but that for some people reaching the ceiling, that's your prime. Definitely, definitely. I mean, for me, it was more so. I had so. For me personally, as a producer, I had structured my time into working on my own stuff, but also working with another artist that I felt was like, that I was actually working with, we had chemistry, and like, actually was doing, like, because as an artist, when you're from a city that's not as, like, a major hub, you gotta go, like, even if you're not moving, you gotta kind of go do shows, yeah. and like, do pop-ups in different cities, so it's like, being in Arkansas, so you got to go to Atlanta, or we got to go to Austin, Texas, like all these places that are near. Were those road trips then? <laughs> yeah, so it's like hopping in the car, taking an eight-hour trip, you know, to the next city to make things shake. You wow. know what I'm saying? So it's like a lot of those things are necessary when you live in a when you live in a place that's not a major music hub. Like you got to take those trips. You got to be willing to put things on the line. Like you wow. Sacrifice your time, sacrifice your energy for this sometimes. You know. Damn, that's. That's so important for people to hear, though. Absolutely. And also, build a support system. That's most important. When right. you're from a small place, like, you can build within your, like, build within your community. Find a team, like, because every, every major artist has a team around. They got a DJ. They got a graphic designer. They got stylists. They got all these people that put all the pieces together to making a star. Like, a star doesn't come out of package. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes time. It takes pieces to line up for a star right. to happen. You yes. Know so it's like. Damn. That makes so much sense. Yeah. And, like, yeah, like. Artists need to connect with the DJs. All right. the DJs and the producers and the artists, you know, there needs yeah. to be like like a community. So it's right. like when I was back home, I was running events, I was doing beat shows, right. I had like parties, I had yeah, shows, yeah. like showcase. I would put like different genres of people on the same yes. showcase. Yes, I'm trying saying? to do that too. That makes so much sense. Because yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like people like music, so it's like you got to give them music yeah. and not necessarily worry about boxes or like how you're structuring, you know what I'm saying? So right. Yeah. Do you think. Because I think it's a mixed response. Do you think it takes one person from a city to blow up and then the city is spotlighted, or does he think it? Do you think it takes that city as a wave, as a collective, to blow up? I mean, if you want more than one person to blow up, it takes the city to like actually push that and support it. Like, cause like, yeah, one person can always make it out of a city, but for a city to get its acknowledgement as a community is yeah. like another thing. It takes communal support. Like, that's why Atlanta ran things for 10 years. They actively, even if they don't like each other, they still support each other. Like, right. if somebody's doing something that's dope, like, everybody got a co-sign, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got to let it ride because it's like, they know at the end of the day, if they all support each other, everybody gets on you know what i'm saying everybody stays on if they keep supporting each other so it's like everybody stays in their collective you know their collective circles but they will support each other you know yeah is it easy to like lose yourself once you move to la or make it into the industry because a lot of like little mosey in he is from seattle and a lot (laughs) a lot of seattle people hate him because he kind of like trashes Seattle and he doesn't really rep Seattle, you know? Yeah. But is that just him as a person or is it is it easy to lose yourself once you move to 
LA. That's definitely him as a person, but it's, <laughs> and it's also definitely very easy to lose yourself in LA. Like, I don't think you should trash your city because I think your city may, like, even if you come from a bad city, like, it made you you at the end of the day. Like, right. Like, like you can't knock, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fate puts you there, so it's like you can't knock your city for being itself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you can be mad, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's kind of whatever, but like, yeah, you could. De- people get lost in LA all the fucking time. Like, <laughs> people come to LA and be on some other shit immediately just because like they get lost in the in the smoke and mirrors of it. Because it's like, yeah, LA is a, a movie. It's a walking movie. Like <laughs> you, when I wake up, I feel like I'm on a set of a movie like shit. every morning. Because just wow. because it's just like that's what LA feels like. And some people get caught up in that movie star, like that movie like. Lifestyle and it's like they get distracted. They come out there a lot. Many of people crash and burn out there just because they get distracted. How do you stop from? How do you cut out all that noise though? Because even though you're not getting a lot of press, it's the people that are behind the scenes that actually make things work, anyways. You know, so you gotta. That's a good thing to be. That's something to be proud of. (laughs) No, yeah, no. I I mean, because a lot of times, like I'm a in real life person, so it's like. I make a lot of friends, like, cause I moved around my whole life. I done been in like four or five high schools and middle schools, like, so I didn't, I didn't you know what I'm saying? I didn't oh, had to, I didn't had to manage to like deal with people. I didn't got into fights and yeah. like just all this other shit. So it's like I know people like well enough to be like, all right, I know how to navigate this shit. So I mean, I just yeah, I just, just stay focused, stay out the way. But how do you stay focused? I mean. Really, it's just, like, priorities. So, it's like, you got to prioritize. So, for me, my priorities are, like, yeah, I want my own independence as a young adult. I'm, like, I want my family to have independent, like, financial independence. So, it's just, like, setting everybody up. So, it's like, for me, I'm, like, yeah, I stay focused by being, like, yeah, why did I move to California in the first place? I could have moved anywhere in the world, but I specifically chose California just because, yeah, I wanted to follow music dreams. So, it's like... I can't slip away from that. I, I'm given opportunities and resources, so I, t- I utilize that time to better my own craft. I'm like, as a musician, I want to be better. Like, right. I'm not in this shit. Like, I'm also competitive, yeah, so I'm, yeah. like, I'm not in this shit to just <laughs> chill and like skate by. You yeah, know yeah. Saying? Like, that's not my MO in life, so it's just like, that's not how I'm gonna play it with music. So it's like, I try to put my 100% into shit. Right. Yeah. But our. Are priorities different than goals? Yeah, because, I mean, you can have goals, but you, that doesn't necessarily mean you fulfill them. Like, when you have priorities, that means, like, you're reminded why you're doing certain things. And so certain moves are made. Like, even if you're like, I want to do this and yeah. some fucking shit, like, you're like, well, if I do this, then that's going to mess up this things two weeks from now. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So, like, being mindful of those types of things. So it's like, yeah. What are your goals? Though? Like, what is your vision... 10 years down the road. 10 years down the road? I hope to be retired by 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just because, yeah, I just, I don't want to have to follow the rules of what uh, a commercial artist is supposed yeah. to be. Like, I love music, but like, just the ruliness of it is mm-hmm. just like a little not my speed. Like, I'm like, I resonate with more with like the old rock stars back in the day where they just kind of just did with whatever they wanted yeah. to. Like that's more my speed. Like this whole like I gotta be a pop star. Like gotta say the right things yeah. to all the right people all the time. Like fuck that. Like 
like I make dark jokes and kick it and smoke yeah. a lot of weed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I can also That's why you're here for the weed, right? No, absolutely, it's the weed tour. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I want to know. You're Seattle has a lot of that history, you know, like Nirvana, yeah, Pearl no, Jam. Actually, actually, I got a Nirvana tattoo. Oh, shit. This is the perfect artist for Seattle. He has yeah. a Nirvana tattoo. A Nirvana tattoo. Oh, my God. R.I.P. Kirk Oh, shit. Dude, okay, what does Seattle mean to you, then? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Nirvana, uh, yeah, the whole grunge sound, like, that shit was major. Like, I'm, I'm a 90s baby, so, like, all that shit was, like, that MTV, that shit kicked MTV <laughs> off, like. Like the whole Seattle, like Seattle, like took the game by storm when they came out with grunge rock. Right, that shit shook the world up. Like, <laughs> like to this day, like that's the craziest part. Like to this day, and even like Jimmy. So like, uh, I used to live in Clarksville, Tennessee, and Jimi Hendrix is originally from Seattle. Yeah, but he lived in Clarksville, Tennessee because he was in the army. Yeah, he got kicked out of the army, started playing uh, guitar out there. The national anthem. Yeah, bro. so he was just. <laughs> So like yeah like Jimmy and Jimmy's like one of my favorite music. So Dude, like, yeah, have you been Seattle. to the have you been to the Mopop Museum in Seattle? It's right next to the Space no, Needle. I so basically they have this museum called the Mopop and they wanted it to be the I think Paul Allen, yeah, Paul Allen bought it, mm-hmm. the co-creator or founder of Microsoft. Okay. He um he bought it and he had a lot of um Jimi Hendrix memorabilia mm-hmm. so he wanted it to turn into a Jimi Hendrix museum but his mm-hmm. family wouldn't sign the rights off for that you know mm-hmm. but if you go to the museum there's shit ton of Jimi Hendrix shit. Really? yeah okay I might have to check that out yeah there's hella culture in Seattle mm. but so what made this a tour stop I mean I haven't I haven't really hit the west coast um so this is like a good time to like hit the west like cause I did uh New York and LA since the new album dropped and then um I went to, I did a festival uh, for her. Um, she did a Lights On Festival. Dude, she California. likes to put people on. Yeah, she's, she's so dope on that. Yeah, she's super dope. The festival is super dope. Um, did those shows, then we uh, got opportunity to uh, do shows with Choker, so we uh, went ahead and did a West Coast run. Yeah, who is Choker? I have no idea who Choker is. Choker, artist from Detroit, super dope. Singer, producer, rapper, the whole wow. night. Yeah. That's she's cool. Like, yeah. This other artist I talked to, he said that he got into music to support his family, you know? Yeah. But that's not his end goal. Like, is, is that what I'm kind of hearing from you? Like, you love music and you, like, you've been making some beats since you were 12, but is is this what you are, you're passionate about once you, like, once you stop music, is there something you are looking forward to doing after that? Like a craft or something you're trying to save up money for in a way no i mean i just want to do whatever i want to do when i want to do like, <laughs> it's not like yeah it's not like a like a hard thing it's just like yeah like i like um i like art i'm huge on art like if i wasn't making music i'd be making art so i'm like always trying to be in that world and trying to uh, dive deeper into like movies and tv I yeah our music stuff for those uh, for tv and movies but like i want to get into more directing acting stuff yeah like i can see that in you that's mm. the thing though like it's the people who say the quiet are the ones who have something cooking up you know like yeah no yeah <laughs> definitely got a lot of shit cooking up for sure damn that's sure. so what is something you want people to know about you that they can't get from your music you know Meticulous. It's an OCD or meticulous? Both. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's good though. Like, 
give an example so like yeah like a lot of shit i do like is like very like very strategic very on purpose like like every like yeah i like think i'm like a thinker like, yeah so, like every little decision i make is like a thought so it's like and also just being like yeah also being ocd makes it worse so it's like <laughs> i really like thinking like my new detail me like yo like just even just like touching certain shit yeah like, i have to think about it before i do it so it's like yeah oh, i touch yeah. the table <laughs> yeah i'm like i don't know i, I see some specs so I'm like, it's yeah. like all right fine i have to like ignore, ignore it but Damn. whatever yeah that's sick. That, like you're a cool ass guy. What the Yo, fuck? So, what is some advice that you have for up and coming producers, artists, creators, Seattle artists, people from small towns? Um, advice make make number one be true to yourself, but also be aware of your flaws and your shortcomings. Don't ignore them. Being aware of them is how you can succeed. Um, make sure you're prepared. Make sure you do all your research. Um, make sure you make connections. Make sure you're a genuine person. Cause yeah, you may you may end up doing business with shitty people, but it's like any everybody's gonna remember you by your character. So it's like the way you operate, navigate, follows you. Like cause people talk. That's just how shit is. Just like life is like high school essentially. So it's like that's true. You gotta you gotta treat it like like yeah. that in a way. You know yeah. What I'm saying? So it's like. Yeah, Damn. like you gotta, yeah, gotta kiss hands and say babies, but you also gotta, <laughs> you know, make sure the music is good. Like, like don't be afraid to experiment. Like, music is literally about experimentation. Like, you're, it's, it's wind moving through air. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Just like, wow. Like, <laughs> That's so simple. That's a simplified version. Yeah. That's so funny. I've never heard Wiggly that. air, basically. <laughs> That's all music is, so it's just like, don't be afraid to experiment, don't be afraid to go hard and try new shit, you know? Right. What are some final words that you have for Seattle? And the music industry. Final words for the music industry, get your shit together. Final words for Seattle, I love Seattle. I've always had a good time being here. Uh, shout out to Sango. Oh shit! This artist that I'm working with, his name's Nestro. He has like a few songs with Sango. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Sango's a homie. He's, he's solid. Damn. So, okay. What is the easiest way to reach you if a fan or another artist wants to like collab with you or just talk to you? Twitter, Instagram. That's like easiest. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Black X Party. On Instagram, I'm at Black Dot Party. Yeah, just hit me up. Hey, anything you want to promote? Um, yeah, new music coming. Got Endless Summer out. New music on the way. New music all 2020. Hey, here we go. This is DJ Blake and Black Party, baby. DJ Blake.